So you guys did a little bit of the Appalachian Trail before, and it changed your life in a way that made you guys want to go back. So tell me a little bit about this trip. Did you did you like start from the section where you left off and kind of like did a different section? Or are you just doing pieces here and there? Like what's the what's the long term plan? Because it feels like you guys are definitely going back for some more, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um, we didn't pick up right where we left off, so um, we I guess just found a section that. That looked interesting. We looked at kind of some different things about it. And this one was immediately interesting because it had wild ponies. And, like, that was the big attraction to the state park up there in Did you Virginia. get to see them? Oh, yeah. Yes! They were everywhere. Uh-huh. And adorable and tiny. And you're not supposed to pet them or feed them. But that's, like, a joke and a lie. Well, do they come up that close to you? I mean, if they're wild Literally, horses. I was feeding them out of my pocket. That's fucking awesome. And they were tea tiny and adorable. Yeah, so we were maybe a hundred yards uh, where we pitched our tent the first night from a shelter, mm-hmm. and at that shelter, the entire night there were two horses directly in front of it. This is like basically a three-walled shelter, so the horses are right in front of the shelter, licking rocks and chewing on mud. Where are the campers' feet? To get are? you know salt from the rocks and different minerals and stuff from the mud. It just kind of some nutrition for them. So yeah, they had names for them by the time they woke up. And, I said, yeah. "Was that cool?" And they were like, "They were loud." And I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah," but my story with that was it was funny because. The first time I saw those horses in the dark was we were walking up from our tent. So there's a sh- there's shelters on the AT. Mm-hmm. And they're like three-walled little things, but like a lot of through-hikers, which are people who hike the whole Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. That's where they stay a lot because they have to pinch tents a lot. They have to just figure their life out a whole lot more. So mm-hmm. like, I, to me, they get precedence yeah, like yeah. if they need to stay there. Yeah. But we pitched tents because we were there for our first night. And so we're walking up because this place has had bears a lot. Uh And so they have bear containers, which are big metal bins that you can lock your food in at night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to walk, like, way the fuck far away from your... From your campsite. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want them right, right. next to your campsite. So, I'm walking... They're like those trash cans you see at the parks where you have to, like, push up from underneath the little handle. The yeah. The big brown angular trash cans. That's what those metal. are for the bear? No, nah, but basically, same concept. To That's the way these cabinets work. Okay. They're, like, you know, little cabinets on the ground, and but they have that same, like... We gotta reach up under and hit a latch and then to pull open it a door. to open it. So it's too complicated for a bear to figure out. Gotcha, gotcha. So we're yeah, walking. Up, so. We're walking out of our tent, and I'm I get myself way weirded out in the dark, and I'm already terrified of bears. And so we're walking up, and I have my headlamp on. Jason's headlamp we figured out was dead. Batteries were dead the moment mm. we walked on the trail. We mm. had no batteries for his. Mm. So we walked on the trail, and I've got my headlamp, and we're hanging the bear bag, and I'm like, these fucking bears definitely know where this bear container is. Like, they're probably just watching us now, just like, yeah. look at those pieces of food mm-hmm. walking by. So I start, like, singing and being my, like, goofy old, like, well, I'm going to let the bears know I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least and you're so not start shine, anything. So I shine my lights around, and I'm looking, and I look toward the shelter, and there's, like, four glowing eyeballs. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I know there's been bears there. I That's why there's bear containers. Like, mm-hmm. that's why there's all this stuff. And 
then we look and they're horses. They're nice. just ponies. Thank God. You know, but for that moment, because I'm walking up the trail with my light on and my brain is going nutty, I'm like, we're going to fucking die. And I was like, I think those are the ponies I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And people are making fun of me like, oh, that's cinnamon, right? And I'm like, possibly. <laughs> Could be. Could have been fucking Yogi for all I know. <laughs> Could be. <clears throat> so when you say these three wall enclosures, you're it's basically, it's not like you're not enclosed. It's just enough to break the wind or, you know, get a little bit of shelter. Now, does it have a does it have a roof over it? Yes. Okay, yes. okay. So it at least stays somewhat dry. And there's different ones. Like, on our, our first trip, we stayed in one that was more like a cabin. It had a door and everything. Okay. But it was, like, the highest shelter on the AT. So I think it was just a little more protected because of where it was. Okay. And then we had the other shelter, which was two stories. It had huge barn doors on it. It could sleep, you know, 30 people in there. Now, are these shelters free or do you have to pay oh, to stay there? Oh, they're clearly free. Okay, yeah. okay. And most of them you have... You don't have to register. Yeah, most of them have privies or bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them have these, like, bear containers or uh, bear cables. They'll hang, like, yeah. big line across two trees to throw your bear bags over. Now, we talked a little bit about those privies last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's basically just a hole in the freaking ground. And then you've got like a, a small wall in front of you that you can definitely see over, right? The so, the privies in Virginia had a lot more privacy. They, okay. Yeah, it was more there like... There was four walls. It was more like a gas station there bathroom There was four stall. walls. Like, you know, the you could see over the top and you could see feet on the bottom. But like, there was four walls. And one of them was a, was a composting privy, which is the first one I've ever That's our favorite, I think. Uh, and I guess to help reduce the smell and the environmental impact, you, like, scoop some leaf litter on top of... Your, your droppings. Exactly. And, but there's uh, no smell. It does not smell like funk in the woods. When you say leaf litter, are you just talking about, like... And there's a barrel they, yeah, they of leaves. Yeah, got a barrel of it. And oh, it's okay. Like, they keep it's it in about, trash can. Go out and grab, you Some know, leaves and shit. Pine leaves yeah. and, you know, just dead leaves and shit like that. And just dump, you know... Throw it over Sprinkle it. it over there. Now, you That's said... Hot. You said it, that one didn't smell. So do the other privies... Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smell like shit? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Uh, they're better if they have a lid, but, you know, the lid's not always down. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, they, it, it, it smells like a port john mm-hmm. I mean, but maybe a little more ventilation. So it's, it's a little better than a port john So, like, can you smell it, like, like as you're walking up? Like, oh, there's got to be a privy coming up. Like, I feel like Carver's Gap, no, okay. you could probably smell in the parking lot. That one was the yeah, grossest one I've, really I've been in so far. Carver's mm-hmm. Gap, beeps. So I'm assuming you have to break your own. And it, that's parking people. So that's people that are parking and shitting in that. Oh, just parking, walking a little bit, yeah. and then addition, walking yeah. back, yeah. Right, that's, that's what that area. is. So it's probably getting more use right. for those, those parking places. Right. So, um, is your goal to get most of it done, or are you just going to do interesting little pieces whenever you can? I, I know you guys have kids and have lives during the week, so are you guys just going to do it like every weekend that you can, a couple weekends a year or something? Yeah, uh, I feel like that's the main goal, uh, you know... We have family out in Colorado, so I think that gives us an opportunity to maybe do some out there. Yeah. Just get a little different picture of the country. So it's not um, the Appalachian Trail necessarily that you want to conquer. You just want to keep yeah, doing the outdoor I feel exploring. most at home on the Appalachian Trail. Okay. But um, you don't know. 
Well, you've been but in New Mexico. I, I think I always will. I don't think that that'll change. But, I, you know, I, I think it would, would just be magnificent to see other, like, big trails and cool places to hike. There's Alaska and Colorado and the High Sierras. and Yeah. There's so much shit. Uh, I, when I was a kid, I grew up in California, and we used to go to the Sierra Mountains yeah. like in the Redwoods. And uh, the Sequoia, the Sequoia Kings Canyon, yep, all like, that shit, <clears throat> and so it's it's shit. freaking beautiful up there. But like you said, it's it's scary. You got to watch out for the fucking bears and shit. You got to kind of know what you're doing. And the bears out there are big compared to the bears here. Yeah, yeah. they're they, these bears are pretend. Uh, I don't want to say that, like, but I think there's very few man eating bears out there. They're not here. No, but there's they will get all up in your trash. They will come up to you, like... And they'll freak you out. Yeah. And they will maul you yeah. if you're oh, yeah. fucking up. Yeah. But... Well, they say the worst is to run into cubs. Yes. The cubs, cubs want to play with you, yeah. whatever, but they'll still bite your hand off. They'll still chew on your leg yeah. while they're yeah, being cute. Yeah, their mom will come fucking well, and then kill you. Yeah, exactly. Well, then when you go to punt them, they're going to cry, and that's when mom comes out and rips you to shreds. So, um, that's the scariest part about bears to me. Like, I don't know yeah. if you guys saw those videos of... It was like a biker or some shit... And there was a fucking bear chasing him. It was Hell literally no. on his heels. And he's like got the GoPro on. He keeps looking back. And this fucking bear's chasing his ass. And he's like riding that. his bike Isn't as fast as he can. They if he crashes chubby, his bike, right? it's a fucking wrap. They look chubby, right? Like, like they Oh, they can like fucking they move. Can't oh, run, yeah. But they can run. Oh, they can fucking That's move. That's what's crazy to yeah. me. Is they look so chubby and adorable. And then they can just haul and, ass and kill you. And they smell like a bloodhound. Mm-hmm. Like... Well, you see them fucking fishing out there with their fucking face. Yeah. In the water. I don't know how hard it is. To, how you know how hard cute. it is to fish with a pole? No. They fucking fish with their <laughs> face. I don't even know. <laughs> like, that's fucking, that's amazing to me. But um, you just got to respect it, just like anything else. You know, just like when you build a fucking fire in the forest. You got to make sure that you have the rocks around. You got to make sure that you got something to put yeah. it out with. You make sure it doesn't get out of control. You know, bears, I don't think they necessarily have a taste for humans, but no, if not. they do, it's a wrap, you know, and nope. if they okay. don't, they still want to eat your food, and they still want to get at your shit, you know, and, no, and you are in their territory when you're right. hiking and shit, you're in their backyard. But I think all of us know that, you Yeah, know, I, and that's why you respect that shit, because this is, mm, we're just chilling, we're hanging out, we're passing through your space. Yeah, but um, there could be an instance where if you did have a... Uh, a negative altercation with a bear and you had to use some survival equipment to either kill it or maim that bear to save yourself well, you? Oh, yeah. well you would catch heat for oh, abusing the animals or oh don't I shoot don't, the bear I, man I, I it's a well. fucking monster that was gonna eat my wife i'm fucking <laughs> shooting it it's, Fuck not that a mon- shit. Well, it's just that's the whole wrong word too but like it's just life no it's it's a monster it's in it's, the moment, it's, it's a, a monster. It's a predator. The same way. Even that... when we're not out there, it's a fucking monster hunting elks and hunting other fucking undulates. And, you know, I mean, for the most part, I guess they do, you know, berries and And they do scavengers. The, these bears are scavengers. And yeah. And they just, that's why they're going after trash. It's just easy. Yeah. They're lazy bears. Yeah. They don't have a drive for that. Like, grizzly bears, I'm scared of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, grizzly bears are just huge brown bears you know it's it's the same genus it's just they've become black bears right but black bears are a whole different ball game over here oh yeah black bears are easy peasy i say i've never encountered one i probably 
died. Well, my buddy, the guy I live with, who's you know hunter extraordinaire or whatever, um, oh, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, uh, black bears don't eat meat. And then two days later, I found him a picture of a black bear carrying a deer carcass no, literally, down the side of the road. Do, but I think oh yeah, I think mostly there's. Scavenger. Like you said, they're scavenging. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to eat whatever's available. And if right. your lazy ass just happens to be sitting there, and if you're having a peanut butter sandwich and that shit is like smeared on your, you know, like, bag. <laughs> well, how about you got crumbs in your toes and shit? And he just goes to the whole thing. Fuck yeah, tasty snack. So what I picture on the trail because I am a goofball and I have irrational fears of especially bears. Um, but what I picture at least black bears as is, like, really big dogs. Like, and that's kind of what they are. Like, you can holler at them mm-hmm. and run at them and scare the shit out of them. They're yeah. like big old chicken shits. Yeah, Whereas you for, yeah. don't... I, I wouldn't go out to grizzly country and run at a grizzly bear. That doesn't yeah. seem like a great idea. Or even, I mean, you know, the difference between, like, you're not supposed to run away from a bear. Like, like all hey, those rules bear. apply still yeah. to a grizzly, but, like... Grizzly is coming at you. It's like duck and fucking cover. Yeah, you know, yeah, you play you dead or, or yeah, hide your fucking organs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you got a backpack on. Thank fucking hopefully, God. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. that shit's strong. I didn't that. realize that, but when you were saying that earlier, like a a bear pack is essential because it has that braided metal in it so that if they do if you can't hide your organs like you said and you can't curl up and stay in that ball you're gonna get scratched you're gonna get torn the fuck up but if they can't get to something quick they will move on right you know or they'll hopefully. prove their point hopefully right yeah. right yeah. That, but sometimes that's all they're really doing yeah, he's just trying to increase your chances to lay down and, you know yeah fucking... yeah submit motherfucker this is I my career i don't know i don't know what it would be like and i hope i really don't ever have to have me that too. encounter because i think that's highly unlikely that's also the other thing that, like, I realized my first trip out there was my, that was my huge fear with bears. And by the last day, they were like, hey, they saw a bear at Doll Flats. And I was like, how quick can we get to Doll Flats to see if we can catch a look at this bear? Now, I did see that you guys were checking out gear when I came over here. What kind of gear do you have for those types of instances? Do you have, like, bear spray or, like, a Rambo knife or some shit? No. Uh, no. A bear bag. <laughs> A bear bag, that's yeah. it. Okay. We just throw our food and be and try and do safe eating. So you have, so you know the practices or what it, and it's not just food, it's like scented things, toothpaste, things, toothpaste lotion, yeah. um Chapstick. our cigarette pods. Yeah. That are attracted uh, to that those scent. Things, yeah. You know, because they're smelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put all that stuff in a bag and you throw it the the rule is fifty feet away, no, twelve feet away, five feet up, five feet high, right? Yeah. So it needs to be that far from your tent. Oh, so yeah. that if a bear's no, no, no. further than that, <coughs> it needs to be twelve feet high. Yeah. And five feet away from the side of a tree. So then you just like string something on a tree and kind of yep. pull it up, tie it to the tree, tie, tie it off, it off or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And so if they're gonna mess with something, they're gonna go up in that tree and try and mess with that bag. They're not really gonna be able to get because you don't really want to go without supplies. Yeah. Out there. The I last time we did this, you said that. The walk in the woods changed your life. And then when I came over again tonight, you're like, it changed my life again. Tell me about that. Uh, so I think every time I walk in the woods, it's going to change my life from here on out. Um, I don't really know how to pinpoint, and I really don't. I think that sounds kind of silly, seeing as that it's changed my life twice. Um, it's definitely brought me closer to Jason yeah. in a whole lot of ways that I didn't know was super possible. Yeah. 
Um, Besides needing his body heat at night. Oh, dude, and yeah, he needs my body heat at night. (laughs) I radiate body heat, right? I am a sweaty motherfucker. That's good. Um, So, you know, like we have that, and then I like push. I sometimes I feel really weak in real life. Mm Mhm. And I feel like I don't have a lot of control. And out there, I can go forever, I feel like. Yeah. And I reward myself with the little things, like being at the top of a mountain. Yeah. And seeing that I just hiked four miserable fucking miles, but look where I ended up. Yeah. And, like, it's that. And you only have three things you have to do. You have to eat, and you have to hike, and you have to sleep. And those are the only three things you have to do while you're out there. Literally, that's it. Yeah. There are no other restrictions ever. It's got to be super cathartic. Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's no attachments either, you know, there's no cell phone signal out there, so. Yeah. uh, We have this amazing app called Gut Hook, and uh, it it has GPS signals, so it still works. It shows you what direction you're facing and everything. Uh, I could definitely help you stay on the trail as long as you're not in big canyons uh-huh. or like somewhere super remote. Um, and it, it has like different waypoints. So it'll tell us where the next water source is or the next shelter or the next parking lot campsite. or road crossing, campsite, um, all these different things. And then people actually post comments there. So like one of the water sources. I mean, people try to keep it up to date, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not very But effective. so sometimes, like, in July, it'll be, like, water source is dry. And mm-hmm. so you'll know, know. like, it hasn't the, yeah. rained here in a while. There is no water here. Do not go out of your way to come here because there's no water here. Yeah. And then it'll get updated again. That... Now, how much... I know you guys are only doing weekend at a time. How much planning goes into how much food you bring and how much water you bring? Because I know that's that's more weight that you've got to carry, right? Now, obviously, it's not like a long exhibition, so you're not having to like, you know, do math problems or whatever. But is is do you plan out like you know four bottles a day or whatever? Because you guys hiking, it's not like you're just hanging out for the weekend. You're exerting energy <clears throat> the whole time. So, right. is there like a metrics you follow? Is there a way you figure that out? Um, no, nah, we don't. I guess we don't dial our nutrition into mm-hmm. macros, so like no. carbs, <laughs> proteins, and fats. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we eat lots we, of Snickers bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. We, we look for a lot of protein, and you know, there's simply we're never carb, you know, low. Yeah, we never have to worry about carbs. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, a lot of it is like backpacker, boil in a bag kind of meals, which actually tastes. You know, surprisingly They're good. Actually, not bad um, at all. They're especially if you bring awesome. a little extra seasonings to put in there, some hot yeah. sauce, some salt and pepper. Yeah. Uh, spice them up a bit, and uh, add tuna to everything. Yeah, you you know do that. Pita. There's lots of good stuff to eat, but um, kind of lost my train of thought. No, I was just I was just seeing what kind of preparation because I know water is heavy. Yeah, uh, so water you do it based on your water sources. So like that's what you're. So you just for. bring the canteen. And you probably got some emergency bottles of water or whatever. Uh, so I would imagine. I guess no? the rule of thumb is to carry about two liters per person um, per day. In in situations where you have multiple occasions to mm-hmm. to fill up, you want to kind of keep that amount on you. Now, when it says water source on that app, are we talking about like you got to go to a river and fill this shit up? Now, are you oh, like it. filtering that fucking wild water with like mm-hmm. one of those? Uh, 
Staty pens or whatever it is? Like, how do you do that? Uh, we use a product called the Sawyer Squeeze. Okay. And uh, water source can be anything from a river, a creek, to a, to a stream, a pond. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can... If you had to. Right. Nobody yeah. wants to. Like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. hiking up in the mountains, there's probably a water source every two or three miles, because there's just creeks You're walking everywhere. through water. And yeah. then there's probably piped springs, so mm-hmm. where people have come out and dug a pipe into the water source, so it, like, comes out real easy to fill your bottle up. Um, and those are probably every six miles or so, so we, we typically aim for those when we can, and... Now, does yeah. that does that water <clears throat> taste better or worse? So good. Oh, is it good? So I can good, just yeah. imagine, it's like, so good. fresh Ice spring cold. water. Yeah. yeah. It is so cold. It's really, yeah. It's so, yeah, it's so pure. And then especially, so like, like what you said, your reward is getting to the top of that mountain or yeah. getting to that, you know, the end of that six miles or whatever. So, you know, I can imagine having that water. fresh spring water as a reward could be something like... You know, you know this isn't for the next six miles. Like, all right, we got to, we got to, you know, put this behind us. And then as soon as you do, it's like you've accomplished that goal. You get this fresh, beautiful mountainside water that you get to, you know, just soak on and enjoy the scenery. Like, that's got to be so good. One thing that I've done in the last couple of days that I've never really taken time out in my adult life to do was... I've I just laid out in the sun. Like it's been warm these last couple of days. That's so nice. I yeah. I just took a blanket, threw it outside on the grass and just laid out in the sun. Like I took my shirt off. It wasn't like it was hot enough to like go tanning or whatever, but just letting Chill. letting the the sunlight hit you and just being outside like not listening to a podcast or not listening to music, but just listening to the birds, you know, mm-hmm. chirp or whatever and just kind of letting go for a second. I I told you I have that I got that new job and I got that in between period between like noon and two before I have to go to work where I'm like oh what do I do with my time and I've taken that time to well at least these last two days just sit out in the sun you know just catch catch some vibes you know is is as cheesy as that sounds um, yeah you didn't do it in the snow no no I wasn't I'm not a big fan of the cold I've got old bones now um was it cold while you guys were out there I know it was like uh-huh. almost death defying freezing last time you went um, I'm hoping it was a little bit better this time. Oh, yeah, it was much better. Uh, we had you, an 80 degree day. Yeah, you slept pretty cold the first night. Yeah. I was I comfortable. Did. It was really windy the first night. Yeah. But, like, I think the wind picked up at like 2 or 3 in the morning, and that was just cold. Uh, second night I was pretty comfy. Third night I was fine. Really, it was the third day we were hiking out, and we were hiking in freezing rain. All morning, so it was probably like, it was, I think it was probably like 39 on the ground, but mm. like the, with the wind chill and the freezing rain and everything, and now, we had no gloves because no one was really prepared Expecting for that. it, yeah. For that cold of rain. Like, we thought it might rain. Rain. Yeah, yeah. But, but it would be rain. It warm. Yeah. Ish, because we were going down... And we started at a high altitude, but like you know, worked our way down in altitude pretty quick. The mountains started to shrink as we went through. Um, but it was cold for like four hours, and that's the day I felt like my hands were gonna fall off. And I kept having to put. So you use trekking poles. Yeah, yeah. When you're hiking, and uh, I kept having to put my hands in my mouth because like I couldn't feel them, mm-hmm. and I was like, I guess they're there, and then they like, yeah. hurt, and then they go numb, and then. 
and they're kind of there, and then you're like, well, I'm still walking. <laughs> like, it's just kind of wild. I can see how without gloves, you can't really, like, keep them tucked in your jacket or whatever because no, you're holding you're, poles. And you're yeah. walking on rocks yeah. and through water and ice. Yeah. And, and if you fall and that grand hits the ground. You go down a fucking mountain. Yeah, yeah. You're done. Yep. <clears throat> it's kind of crazy. So how many days were you out there? It wasn't just the weekend. You guys did, like, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or... Three nights. We, we went out Thursday. Yeah, first day was Thursday. So you were actually hiking Thursday? Because you went, yep. what, Thursday morning, got out there? Yeah, yeah. and hiked we, all day Thursday. Okay. Yeah, we left Charlotte at about 7 or so, got up there, maybe 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I, I, don't, I think we went over this last time, but so what, you parked and then kind of did like a loop or something? Or, how did, uh, or did you park one way and then kind of catch like a bus somewhere and then hike back to your car? So, yeah, we parked in Grayson National Highlands, which is the Pony Park. Okay. And we <laughs> Pony Park. We hiked from that park, which is right next to Mount Rogers, which is the tallest peak in Virginia. So that okay. was the first day so we, we hiked So we summited that. We went up there. And then we started a hike downhill towards the mountain town of Damascus, which is known as the... Hiker Town, USA. I've heard of Trail Town, Tabascus, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, that that was the trip. And once we got back there, you know, tons of shuttles. They'll they'll fucking shuttle you anywhere. Around but there. I back arranged, to where you started. I arranged a shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, we had one off. I called off. Lumpy and he said a whole bunch of stuff. Lumpy at uh, Mount Rogers Outfitters is amazing, and he says awesome sauce a lot, and he is super encouraging and wonderful. Um, but yeah, I called him well, and we paid 70 bucks for a shuttle for four of us. And it took about an hour as our driver said, as long as he didn't get behind any turtles. <laughs> then we were on the mountain and he got behind this slow ass van and he goes, turtle. <laughs> and he just peels around it in this giant Nissan Quest or something, whatever it was called. That's and cool. Barreled up the mountain. I like that you said you get a chance to really, you know, get to know each other and spend that time out there with each other. And, you know, mm -hmm. in that adventure, there's some, uh, you know, definite fellowship that you guys get to experience. But it's not like that's it you also like last time you guys met milkshake this time you guys met lumpy you know what i mean <laughs> right. and you know last time it was the the wet kitty that you slept with this time it was the ponies and shit so like it is like an adventure that you guys get to share together all the time so i can only imagine that's got to make things a lot stronger now how is <clears throat> how is coming home are you guys like oh it's good to be back in bed or like oh it's good not to have to set up a tent like does is it does it feel good coming back or are you guys like damn we need to do this again like as soon as you get back are you planning your next trip? Yeah, yeah fuck yeah the the bed feels amazing when you get back home. There's nothing like your own bed. Yeah. Like, um. But that being said, I mean, literally the moment we came back, I was trying to plan when next time we were going out is. I now really feel confident in the ability for me to solo hike at least a portion of this. Yeah. Being by myself. Yeah. And doing a large portion. And that is a huge goal of mine. And it's specific to the AT, whereas I feel like Jason's, he could go hike big out west. And yeah. that would be his big thing. But well, no, but that would be cool because, <clears throat> because of the skills that you guys are teaching each other and learning together, like... You could go out with 
some of your friends and do it. Maybe not for like a four or five day thing, but like you said, for a day or two or, you know, a certain planned out stretch. I want to take my mom. That would be awesome. That's what I want to do. That would be awesome. I bet you it would change her life too. I think you know? so. I bet you would That's open her eyes. Yeah. I think there's something about being outside that is, it's primal. It feeds a certain something inside of you that, that not a lot of people get to experience. I mean, sure, there's a lot of people that live in rural areas that, that experience it every day. And we kind of think of those people as, as weirdos. But they're, they're exposed to a certain amount of, of life that probably keeps them young and, and vigorous for a long time. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really believe that <clears throat> the more you get back to your roots and the more you, you feed these primal desires, I think the, the more in touch you are with, with yourself and with mother nature and, you know, you're kind of grounded in this, in this special space in your body and in your head. And I don't know, I think that's, I mean, just for starters, like imagine, you know, you're walking places where that, that's the only way you can get there is by, you know, walking or trail running or, you know, on foot. Yeah. You know, you can't take a horse, you can't take a bike, you can't take any other vehicle on, on the Appalachian Trail. Most parts. Yeah. Some of it, I'm sure you can ride a bike up and down. Yeah. Um, like I think our the AT converged with another trail, and I'm sure it was fine to ride bikes down it because it was you know super wide, three four people wide. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know most of these locations, like when you get up to the top of mountains and you get these views, that the only way you can get them is by walking there. Yeah. And you're deep in the woods and you're breathing this air that's just like being created from the trees all around you, and it's like got to be the best air yeah this like crisp mountain air and it it just yeah it like you just feel more in tune with it i guess because you're you're sleeping in it you're you're you know it's almost like you feel mother nature breathing yeah and um like there was this time on the second night when we're we're sitting down our campsite is directly on this creek which is rated, I guess, that was the, our third night. the third night, the in the top one hundred fly fishing creeks in America, uh-huh. and um, we're just sitting there on this log parallel with the river, facing the river, and we see this bald eagle fly <laughs> along the river, just up past us, and it was it was just magnificent. It was yeah. like, it was crazy. It was yeah. like what, and what is our happening? friend Danny was like, You see that eagle? And we were like, Oh my god, and no one had a camera, no one had like anything. Oh, of but not. we all were like, uh that was gorgeous and picturesque. But and there's something about those moments that mm-hmm. you don't capture in a camera that you'll remember for the rest exactly. of your life because you saw it with your own eyes, you know? Like you witnessed like like majesty, you know, in that moment, you know, like I, uh, it was big as hell too. Well, yeah. Bald Eagle. I mean, that's, that's the nation's bird, you know, know. like I I I think I've, they're big. Yeah. They're huge. It was like, I don't know. We were really far, you know, we were watching it. It's a raptor. I thought you were going to say it snatched a fish out. I was going to be like, Oh my God. It's crazy. We tried to follow it. Like we couldn't find it. It was just, did you hear it? Did it, did it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that freedom was singing. yes from the hills. yes, yes. You guys just stopped we and like up put and your hand on your heart and started singing the pledge of allegiance. Yes, we did yes. do that. 
That's awesome. The Star Spangled Banner just started playing in the background. That's dope. But it was it was amazing. We also had this moment with some deer on the trail. Some wild deer. Yeah, we were walking on the trail. Did you see them? Yeah, I was I was looking around and I looked up back on a switchback that we were coming down you know the trail switches back and forth along the side of a mountain when it can't so you don't just have to walk straight down. straight up and down oh, okay the grade is too steep uh-huh. so and i was looking up we were going downhill and i saw some movement up there it was pretty quick i was like oh i wonder if someone's running down the hill like i'm gonna keep my eye on that. yeah yeah you know, if he's coming up behind us and then like i looked back up and it felt like it was going the other way and you know, I looked a little closer, and I realized there was deer up there. They just really camouflaged, and you know, we were all able to. They're catch checking cool you guys way. out and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like the people we were hiking with were way far behind us, and like he told me, and then I was able to be like, shh, shh, and yeah. like we were all able to like come together, and like the deer really weren't bothered by us. Like they were looking at, but they yeah. like, knew that we weren't like. Well, they doing know. Anything. Hey, the people probably stick to this path as long as we're right. up here. You know what I mean? We're you good. Know, they were watching yeah. us, and but we got a good, you know, two minutes probably with just chilling, wildlife, here yeah, and walking, and they're not worried about us, and we were definitely like, look how pretty they are, look at their tail. Well, I I was going to speak to your point um that you brought up earlier is those those views, you know, when you summit a mountain or when you, you know, you come up and you you get to look at this river and you see this eagle, you know what I mean? Like those views, they're why, you know, some of those hillside mansions are 15 million dollars. Yes. Like some of those, yes. you know, sky rises up in the cities, it's those views that you're really paying for. Like when you have that ability to see far and wide um it there's something that's magical about that like even if like when i used to deliver for you like i'd go up in the you know a skyscraper even just in the duke building and go 40 floors up and it's like you look out at the city and even though you're not looking at like woods and wild stuff it's just that being able to see so much when you're high up and you're able to it almost feels like everything is small. You see the little cars kind of driving by, the little teeny tiny people walking down there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's another world. It's it's it, your your perspective changes, and it really gives you this like different look on life. And that's when you said, you know, it changed my life. Like I could definitely see how that would. And I almost want to like invite myself to the next time yes, you guys go. I want like, you to come. I'm thinking it's almost the same thing. I started this new thing and I'm going to probably classify this as a vacation this conversation. Is yoga but well no, that's it's that's that's when you experience something awesome like that, the only better thing than experiences that is sharing it with it, someone yeah. else. Yeah, being able to be like, "Hey, you remember when we did this?" or "Hey, like it, like like I'm sure you guys get to share it with each other, but if you're if your friends were there like, "Dude, look at this, like, this is what I'm talking about, you know, like, and what, what better in life is there than to share those moments with people that you care about, you know, like, that's, that's living the good life, those are the good old days, you know, that's what I think people need more of, community, fellowship, friendship, adventure, yeah, challenge, yeah, Yeah, pushing yourself, knowing that you can do it, like you said, you feel strong when you're out there because you just walked for four miles straight. Dude, up a... I walked over a cliff and I had to bounce a little and then I had a panic attack afterwards. <laughs> like, the whole thing 
everything was fine. And then like four hours later in the tent, I wigged out for like two hours. Cause I was like, Jason, if we have to do that again, I have to take off my pack. Like I have to be able to climb with my hands. Like I cannot do what I just did. But you but did. But like in the moment, yeah. I was 100% fine and yeah. I just did it. Yeah. Well, cause you, you don't have another choice. You know? There is no like. Yeah. he's got his pack. Like, like if you die, like he's dragging you. Right. Like that's it. You know, he's tying your feet right. to his bag, and you're getting dragged. That's your only other choice. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's awesome. Um, I don't want to have this too long winded. Do we need to talk about anything else? Was there any other experiences that need to get caught for this one? Because I know you guys are going again, and we're definitely yeah. going to do it again. Yeah, no, Absolutely. we're definitely going again. I think you should come. I think. Possibly the next trip could be hot springs. Well, I'm not opposed to going and bringing a gaggle of peeps. Well, at least a couple. What I was saying is, like, when I went on the cruise, that was the only thing that would have made it better was experiencing it with more of my friends or maybe having my kids there or whatever. Now, the kids... Kids... Probably do without... I, it's just hard. They're going to whine. They're going to want a lot. I'm not bringing my... We're, we're going to start our kids off easy this summer, and you could do it with your kids at, like, Crowder's Mountain or South Mountain. No, if I like, go with you guys, I'm just going by myself. But I'm one and a half miles thing. in. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk one and a half miles yeah, in, you catch the bug camp. and you want to get them into Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's, there's start them local. Yeah. Right, so yeah, that's what we're going to try start doing with our kids, because I want them to be able to start walking, like, four miles yeah they can do it yeah yeah it's 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 just a mental thing i tell the kids all the time totally yeah life is a mental thing absolutely yeah you just gotta kind of muscle through it yeah you'll get there and the more you do it the more experience you get and the more times you do it the easier it comes with with uh repetition builds retention you know totally so that's how you learn things doing it over and over and over again wow i love you guys thank you for coming i'm glad that you guys got to do that i'm super jealous um let me know in a little bit of advance now i got some pto life yeah Um, i could uh ask for some time off as long as it's not you know in the crazy times yeah we uh, usually try to make the trips pretty quick so yeah you know it might be like one extra day yeah like a thursday or a monday i go by the freaking hiking section in walmart all the time and those freeze-dried meals that you guys are talking about they look good i want to get one and like eat it at the crib they're like that's what I'm saying. And I love hamburger helper. Yeah. Right, so it do we. Like and like that's hamburger helper, but on the trail. Yeah. But I'm getting a dehydrator for my yeah, birthday from Jason. Them shirts are expensive as fuck. It's like eight dollars a pack. So I'm gonna make my own food, like dehydrate spaghetti sauce. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can do Wait, sauce. How do you dehydrate? You sauce? spread it out on this fucking tray, and then you dry it until it becomes like powder, and then you add water to it and rehydrate it, and it's your same fucking spaghetti. That's because crazy. the world has just changed for camping for me. How big is a dehydrator, though? I feel like you this have big. to have... It's like a microwave size? Like, yeah. Okay. And you can do like eight trays in that thing. I feel like I saw a dehydrator once. You can do once. vegetables. You can do meat. You can do I was going to say, I, I think they did a uh, uh, jerky. Jerky. So it's, oh, yeah. yeah you can do our own yeah. jerky. That's just so you can get cheap cuts of beef and dry and, them out. Yeah, and, and turn it into so dry them real thin. beef with... You know, I can yeah, make we got a meat grinder. We got... That's super cool. When you guys get to start making your own freeze-dry stuff, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying is uh, <clears throat> I started a new thing for the conversation. is just the vacation conversation. It's just I, I like catching people fresh off of 
a vacation. You know, this is, it's, I was thinking on my way over here, is this really a vacation? I was like, you know, they're kind of, oh, yeah. it's different because you think of vacation like, oh, laying out on the beach, drinking margaritas and shit. But you guys are challenging yourself, pushing yourself, you know, yeah, you're eating Snickers. Yeah. <coughs> you know, you're, you're camping, you're, you know, shacking up at night or whatever, but you're forcing yourself through this adventure, you know, during the day, like you're, you're, you're physically testing yourselves and mentally pushing yourselves. It's not like you're just on a boat eating whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, but that, that life and that, that experience that you get that, that when you get back and you're already planning your next thing, that's like a vacation. Like when I get back from my cruise, I was like, shit, when am I doing this again? Right. Like when do I give it like normal life isn't, isn't the same. It like has a new flavor but to it. But you also have to have normal life for this shit to be super special too. Yeah. And you yeah, have yeah. to also realize that like I can't I keep being like, how can I make a job at hiking in the woods? And then like maybe it wouldn't be that special if that was my job. And that wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. My dad works on cars, but when he became a mechanic um as a job, it kind of ruined it for him he didn't like it yeah it wasn't it wasn't on his own time it was his nine to five at that point you know so when he stopped being a mechanic he liked working on cars again because he didn't have to do it he wanted to do it so i could see that as the same thing you know that's almost like with this like people tell me all the time oh you should do this with your your podcast you should do this you should make money with you should do i'm like i like just the freedom of it i like doing it when i want to i like turning it on when i want to and if i don't Mm -hmm. have to or if i don't want to I don't need to there's nothing forcing me to come back to this but that's also I think the magic of it too you know just wanting to do it I'm glad you're doing it you guys are awesome I'm glad you guys that uh you guys want to share this stuff with us and uh I appreciate everyone that's listening you guys go get you guys a camp camping backpack make sure it's beer uh bear tested (laughs) mother approved hide your fucking organs (laughs) and uh be safe out there man see you guys later Peace. Peace.